Listen, I don't have much time, but do you feel like you're going out of your gourd? Are you, do you have the cabin fever? Have you run out of Netflix to watch? If, has the thought occurred, hey, you know what? I can make funny stuff. I've been watching TikTok. I've been watching all the social networks and seeing what kind of creativity is coming out. I could create that. Hey, you know what? I wish they made a podcast about this. Well, you know what? You can make your own podcast. Go to anchor.fm. Go to it, please, right now. Make your own podcast. It's the lazy person's way to make stuff. You can make little segments. Uh, you could put music on there, found sounds, babies laughing, neighbors throwing frisbees, uh, uh, your friends playing guitar. Ah, it's so good. Anchor.fm. Please get this and find me. Inspirato Projecto. Let's be friends. Okay? Anchor.fm. <clears throat> Oh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we have here the wizard of angles. <laughs> Others call him the wizard L.A. Ladies and gentlemen, this is absolutely fantastic. I'm glad we're able to connect tonight because next weekend, I am so sad to say I will not be able to make the, the wizard walk <clears throat> unless, unless I have to find out exactly what time uh, I would have to leave from there to go to a Yachtly Crew show, which would be doubly exciting. If I could, if I could accomplish two performance art pieces in one day, ooh, that would, ooh, that'd be like a trifecta right there. One, one, one of each side of the infinity symbol of positivity and good vibes. Like, ooh, that'd be good. That's a whole new level of magic right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stir in the cauldron. That would be many angles in the loaf. You cover so many low angles there. <laughs> Lowest angles, yikes! A plenty. I would say, uh, like uh, they've they've all, uh, they've formed a sacred uh, geometry at that point. Of course, uh, you know what would be really even more, and and we've got to have our hashtag goals for this. Really, hashtag goals. Really, yeah. just having a whole yachtly crew. Hey, wait, would you also walk. say uh, hashtag? <laughs> Would you also say hashtag wizard goals? Wizard goals. Yeah. Okay, please to, continue. To have a whole yachtly crew on a wizard walk. Uh. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm sure I could, I could, I could magnetize a few of those guys. I, I will put the vibe out there. Oh, my God. That'd be brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We go. This wizard walk sponsored by Yachtly Crew and Associates. <laughs> I mean, for that, I think... You know, if we could pull it together, it would be worth building a little cardboard boat or oh something. God. Oh, dude. You know, I could – I definitely – I know Paulie Shores, my <laughs> brother, um, would be up for bringing out his saxophone. Depending on if it's a day that we're not performing and he's not – he's actually a teacher. He teaches the saxophone at uh, at school. That's and beautiful. It's, it's astounding. Oh, yeah. These kids have shown up to the, the rare occasions we have all ages shows. He'll show up. Uh, these kids will show up and then they'll go back to the school and go, Oh my gosh, our music teacher is crazy. Here's some video footage. <laughs> <laughs> and you see, you see him out there climbing on the picnic tables. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, it's so fun. When he's in rare form, he's like the total evil Knievel of the group. He's like the guy out on the fishing line where we, we, the, the audience doesn't realize it, but he's like this bait on the hook. And it's like, bam, we're putting the bait on the hook and it's so delicious and nutritious. And oh I my think gosh, that's everyone just great. Starts... And you know, he's doing oh. the Lord's work, turning the youth on to, to things like Michael McDonald. They're not, when are they going to get an opportunity? You know, <laughs> wow, yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, but, you know, it's so interesting. Yeah. I had this uh blip my antenna about the idea. I, I kept saying to a few people, I'm like, you know what, I'm getting it, I'm getting it on the antenna right here that rock band and or or guitar hero will come out with a yacht rock version of of that I think video you're right. and you know what there's actually guess what's so crazy this is this is what's so insane the news just came out i heard the news yesterday that basically they came out with a version of yacht rock uh a uh, freaking rock band yacht rock rock band yeah so you're going to play, baby, come back. You're going to have freaking Ambrosia, <laughs> Toto, 
oh my gosh, we've been surfing on the wave of this sensation. Oh then they're going to know all those songs. Oh, wow. It's beautiful. I think you need oh to get in gosh. on the DLC. There needs this. to be the Yachtly Crew uh, DLC content there that comes in. Some special character on lock or something, I think. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. You know, maybe like, okay, you save up a certain amount of business cards. You bring, you bring us back. Those, like we trade it like currency. It becomes valuable. Like, okay, you can either give those away, which is equally as valuable, or you could save 15 or 20 of these and then you cash them back in. And now you get a free t-shirt or you give us, you know, X amount. And then now you, you are guaranteed access, you know, front row for this particular thing. We'll make sure you're right there in the front row. You're right there up against the stage. So then you create currency with the business cards. So now they really mean something, you know, <laughs> that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Make them then we, even more useful. Dude, be, oh yeah. It goes beyond Bitcoin. It goes beyond the federal reserve notes. <laughs> oh my God. How crazy would that be? If Yachtly grew business cards become the next world's currency and nobody realized it. it's been under their noses. The they're whole called time. YCs oh my and God. they're on the international exchange uh, in multiple timelines. I can see it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's uh, particularly when we can absolutely guarantee I would love to, you know, I'm just going to magnetize it right now. Whiz, whiz. Uh, I'm just going to, I'm just going to magnetize it right now. That we bring in these people who are, uh, you know, more clairvoyant folks, more astral projection folks, more people who are just into the clairvoyance, the clear audios down the line, in all directions. And uh, man, we we more and more of those folks are just going to keep you know moving, moving, magnetizing into this this beautiful reality experience uh, that's being conjured right now. It's just amazing. We're going to be riding this twister like Pecos Bill. It is. You know what? That's a, that's a great analogy. You know, Pecos Bill or uh, Slim Pickens yeah. in, in Doctor Strange. Slim Pickens. <laughs> Slim Pickens is the soundtrack yeah. for this extraordinary <laughs> tornado. A, a, a tornado with the the mother of all bombs of uh, <laughs> of love and light and clairvoyance. Uh, I think it's yeah. great. Like the board oh, yeah. meetings are really efficient because everyone just sits down oh, yeah. from their spot and telepathy occurs, and there we go. Oh, geez, got it all. Yeah. You know what? I think this is. You know, it'd be so great. We enlist the help of Alan Abel. I'm friends with. Do you know who Alan, Alan Abel is? He related to he Abel helped Danger. Andy Kaufman fake his death. He might be. That might be his alter ego. I would not be surprised if it wasn't. He's probably the entire mastermind behind that whole Tell project. us about Alan Abel. Well, Alan Abel, Alan Abel, he taught Andy Kaufman how to fake his death. Alan oh, I Abel, definitely need to know him then. <laughs> oh, good God. I've got a, a, a freaking – when you get an opportunity, uh, Google up, uh, Google it up, conjure it up, Andy Kaufman fake death. Death Alive Archive. That is an article I wrote. Uh, just look up anything that has to do with uh, Andy Kaufman faking his death. You will find me somehow out there, either as CEC or Kurt Clendenin or Kurt E. Clendenin or Kurt Eric Clendenin, any one of those guys, uh, and possibly wrapped in with my unconjoined brother, uh, Clint Clendenin. He's out there in the ether as well. So we're not going to talk too much about that guy. He's been my stuntman on a few occasions. But. Uh, <laughs> He was left in the hospital, but that's all I'll say about that. So Alan Abel taught Andy Kaufman how to fake his death. And Alan, Alan Abel actually was, is this crazy hoaxer. Look up um, Abel Raises Cain, this entire documentary all about him. Abel Raises Cain and, and his daughter, Jennifer Abel. She, it was so funny. She grew up going, my daddy's on TV. And then the kids would say, yeah, right. What does he do? And then she would have the hardest time to say what it was he did because he took advantage. Alan Abel used it as an art form. Talk about the most purest performance art form. And by the way, wizard, we're, we're cooking up, you know, we will, I, I'm telling you, our future selves are already doing it. This is just the seeds of that process, which people can totally. go back backwards into the rabbit hole and then go, Oh, these are the seeds. These are the golden nuggets. Okay. This is how they did it. This, <laughs> was, this was the giblet. So this was the. Yeah. These are all the giblets and the more, more, more salad. Uh, if you want to be <laughs> If you want to be franch about it, so this is this is how it always con conjured k o n j o u r e d. If you want to be really European Conjure. about it, it sounds almost Asian. Conjure, 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 de monsieur. Yeah. Can I, 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 can
Conjure du jour, reality du jour. Oh, the reality of the day. I, I love it. The reality the, du the, jour. The, the, yeah, the rea- rea- les, uh, reality du jour, monsieur. Mademoiselle. <laughs> uh, so, Alan Abel, he f- successfully faked his death in the New York Times for like a weekend. And then he got his wife to lie about it. He, he uh, hired his buddy come up with this fake number, which was a funeral home. So when people called it up, they're like, oh, yes, yes, Alan Abel has died. And they were able to conjure up these fake documents. And everyone's like, oh, my God, this media hoaxer has died? And then what, three days later, he's like, ah, I'm just kidding. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't do it longer than a few days. I'm, I'm actually alive. And so he faked his death. And he taught Andy Kaufman how to do it. Because Andy Kaufman, all throughout his whole life, he was fascinated with the idea of faking your death ever since uh, – uh, Elvis Presley did it, and uh, his grandpa was a jokester, and he would, pre- and even on his deathbed, he was he would pretend he was dying, and he'd get up and he'd do a tap dance. He's like, "No, I'm dying, Andy." So, and then, and then uh, his parents <laughs> never told him that the grandpa died. So it was always this mystery. They're always like, "Oh, he went off on a vacation." So little Andy would stare out the window and wonder when his grandpa sigh, when his papa, or no, he called him uh, Papu sigh, and he'd wonder when is Papu sigh going to come back. And they're like, oh, he's just on a vacation. So Andy never really knew the, the reality of, of death, really. It was always this crazy thing to play with in someone's mind. It was either it happened or it didn't. So all he had to, to, to grow up with this, this very influential and crazy prankster growing up, Papu Sai. All of a sudden, Papu Sai, is, is he dead? Is he alive? What's going on? He never got full closure until after many years later, his parents finally say, oh, yeah, Pap, you know, he died and this is because of the cancer or whatever. So then, as legend has it, Andy Kaufman faked his death with lung cancer. And that was the big joke because he never smoked. As Tony Clifton, yes, but that was on very rare occasions. But he, he happened to die, quotes, uh, from lung cancer. And so uh, a very rare form of lung cancer. And so there's, there's the whole rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to even bring that up. But Alan Abel, I think we could totally get him behind the fact that the wizard of LA ought to be the mayor because man, someone said this when I went to Columbia college in, in, in uh, Chicago, uh, where I learned the art of ensemble of, uh, yes. And of improv, the purest form of improvisation from the man himself, Sheldon Batinkin. He was one of the original compass players who Viola Spolin mm. taught. So I was learning from one of the very almost founders of improvisation, mm. one of the, you know, experiments mm-hmm. of improvisation. And here I was learning from this guy who's the artistic director of, of uh, the theater at Columbia College and also all of Second City as we know it, the, all, all of it. And he was like the, the root of it all. He went on to make SCTV and all this stuff. And so to learn the importance of ensemble work and, and being in tune with those energies and being aware of those and give and take, give and take, you know, equally, very simply, <laughs> you know, and at the root of it, of course, the golden rule, which, of course, you brought up before, which is awesome because I've always equated um, Willy Wonka with, uh, you know, Alice in Wonderland, mm-hmm. the Wizard of Oz. All those greats, and it's great that you're creating these kinds of uh, beautiful, mythical, magical mayhems out there in the world for people to to participate in or just observe. Either way, everybody wins. Yeah, yeah, that's the goal. That's the intent. It's an everyone wins uh, type of thing because uh, you know that's that's its own archetype. That's its own type of um, imagery. That's that's mm-hmm. designed mm-hmm. to give people that space of the imagination to operate in. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know that is really oh, good. The improv is, uh, you know, good improv or great improv is an example of good application of the golden rule. Yeah. You know. Oh my this, god. Uh, the pyramid. The loomy, if you will. <laughs> the loomy. The loomy on top <laughs> the whipped cream with the cherry. Oh yeah, cherry. Oh yeah, cosmic cherries. <laughs> yeah, it, it's um, you know, I I think, and I've seen. Uh, well, there's a lot there. I think first of all, with the the death faking, I really get that too. I I've been fascinated with that myself. I think, um, you know what it is. Oh, yeah. You want to know really about the funeral. I think more than a lot of it. You want to know how it's received. If uh, if your presence is absent 
in the life of others. I think that's part of it, mm-hmm. you know, because you, at that point you can sort yeah. of determine what yeah. impact you may have had yeah. in your life. You get to be a ghost, you know, you get yeah. to play with a parallel universe version of yourself being an actual ghost, a dead, dead, you know, it's like you're preparing yourself, like rehearsal, dress rehearsal for like when it happens when you're a ghost, mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, I'm going to actually truly experience the root of it now rather than wait till later after I'm dead. <laughs> Let's get to it now and see who shows up, who says what kind of speeches, how are they going to summon me up? Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Mm. You know what? Actually, you know, you know what? This is a great idea here, Kurt, because um, I – you know what? This is, this is how you're brilliant because now I just see another lane of causality of a potential future where we do an event where we eulogize everyone. Basically, oh, public eulogy for whoever wants to show up. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, sign up. Sign up to have your eulogy read. We can can carry a fake coffin. We can carry a coffin around the city. Yeah. And uh, we could take it to to some interesting places. Actually, just having the coffin, some flowers, a few other little props. Yeah, uh, you know, we just take it to some interesting uh, oh my God. places, dude. Oh my gosh, I love that idea. And I'm thinking if there are speakers attached to it, okay, right? This just this, this, this popped into my mind. So, Gmail, you get Google voicemail. So, we have people, we go, okay, <laughs> these are the people. Number one, we have a okay to do it underground. We go, okay, number one, who wants to be eulogized? Okay, we get it. This is by the end date. Okay, we need this by absolutely for certain. Then, of <laughs> course, we get maybe a week or two secretly for, for a grace period. Um, <clears throat> so, we, we, we get that in on those voicemails. Now, we usually, you, uh, who wants to be eulogized? Bam. They come in. We go. Okay, we got your 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 voice consent. You have to say it. You have to put in this Google thing. Bam. That in a sense is your sort of what do they call it? You know, like a contract where it's like this is your I don't want to say NDA or I, I don't know whatever the thing is. It's like okay, you're you're this is your consent. You're saying it in your own voice. I want to be eulogized. Okay. Then first phase. Second phase. We go. Okay. Bam. Put out the we put out the thing. Do you know this person? If they were to die today. What what wonderful memories would you share at their funeral? Okay, that's the second phase. We don't even tell them anything else. We just only give them – just like George Lucas. He goes, here's your part. Okay, all you got to do is here's that part. David Lynch, okay, here's that part. It's all you got to do. Here's that part. Just say, oh, my gosh, no. I never thought it would happen. <laughs> you know, and that's all I need for you to do. Okay, ready? Action. Okay, now pretend you're chewing on pickles. Add action. Okay, pretend your feet are on fire. Add action. You know, you go on forever. Bam, that's all we got. Now, we get all these people with the eulogies saying these wonderful things. Then we get those eulogies who came in. We, we, we run them through a loop on this casket. that <laughs> represent, It's like the unknown soldiers in yeah, the unknown yeah. team or whatever they call it. And it's like, I thought he was a wonderful man. He taught me T-ball and that eventually I got a home run. And boy, I got a girlfriend because of it. Thank you, Frankie. <laughs> you know, and then we play some like crazy trippy music between each one or whatever. It's so brilliant, or, yeah. Dude, it would be a wonderful performance art piece. It would it would get people the opportunity to see. You know, if you want to show up for the memorial for your friend's memorial, you know, just dress up in in their favorite colors, and or the you know whatever. However, you really really uh, would want to honor them. We're just going to honor their death right now and all the great things you have to say. And then basically basically what we could do is buy a permit for, let's say, a block party or something. But it, actually, it's a parade. We, we go up and down that little block. It's a parade. <laughs> we don't have to go all over the city. We just have like one or two blocks. You just go back and forth. It's <laughs> simulating infinity, right? So we're putting into the people into the MC Escher, into that infinity, the I am, the I am of infinity. Mm. And then guess what? They show up for that memorial. They stand there in their colors. And then guess what? We could also third phase and a secret unlisted YouTube video. Do you want to learn the flash mob, so you know, dance routine? So then, at a certain time, when they hear that song, they got to run out to the street and now hear this crazy, you know, unexpected flash mob that's gonna happen. <laughs> Dude, we can learn it's it beautiful. So I, I think we have to do this eulogy, uh, Frankie. Oh 
You know well, what? Yeah, I, I can see some other variants that we can pull afterwards too. That this sort oh, of yeah. fake stuff. Like we have the Finnegan's Wake variant where we let the person jump out of the coffin at the end. Oh, I love it. And, yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a hidden phase yeah. where people sign up to want to be inside their coffin and where they right. leap out at a certain time. Right. We we have the. <laughs> The jazz funeral, uh, the mobile oh jazz funeral parade where we just oh, go dude. back and forth for two blocks oh, sh- and we get the brass band involved. Dude, and, uh, yes. Oh, complimentary yeah. umbrellas for the kids. They come in twirl. from the sidewalks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> we just keep adding these layers. Okay, you're yep. going on at 430. Just whatever happens, you're going out. When you hear the boom, 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 you're going out there, okay? <laughs> and then, okay, bam, here's this time. Then the unicorns with, with the uh, pegacorns pega come swooping in, you know, like those di- – oh, the dinosaurs. That's when the dinosaurs come in. <laughs> we just – dude, it's just like a play. It's like a musical, right? We just do it outside. Here it is on a, you know, an average day where it's not a heat wave. We do it in a good time, you know, perhaps even – uh, where we know, okay, then we do another phase. Who loves Halloween? Who loves dressing up in costumes? Who wants any excuse in the world to dress in a crazy costume to show off your crazy costume? Those who love going to the Comic-Cons and the freaking cosplay people. Oh, my God. Let that freak flag fly, baby. You know, and bring even portable fans and actually bring, free, uh, you know, w- with the Wizard of L.A. flags and you you shoot them up. <laughs> crazy thing people got portable fans what about you you know do you got a do you got uh lights that you've always wanted to show off do you use always wanted to use an invention oh my god do we just do it to the max like those okay go videos dude could you imagine this could be like this crazy we we invite anybody who has like their own magazine any zine anyone who loves crazy ridiculous alternative media podcasters oh Dude, we go into all the Facebook book pages. Oh, my God. <laughs> we get anyone who loves to go live on Instagram. We go, okay, who loves to go live on Instagram? So each day or each week, we have another thing. Who likes to do this? Add to this num- you know, voicemail. Let us know. Dude, then we could have a Tumblr or a Mixcloud page where we put those back up there. We re- echo it back out up there. We go, guess what? Put this on your blog. Put this on your thing. Oh my God, we just keep using the tuning fork and, and tuning everybody in and anybody who either A, loves attention, is a show-off, loves to put out media, who loves to be a part of media, who loves to contribute, et cetera, et cetera, and so forth, yada, 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 words, 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 cosmicality, cosmicality. <laughs> we just keep including them and just echoing it back out there. And as you've, you've, you've frequently talked about the echo, and it's so funny because I frequently talked about the echo when I was a substitute teacher, the echo, and going, look, you go, yodele, hee-hoo, uh, sooner or later, you're going to hear that come echoing in. Now, how, how soon do you want that to echo in? And plus, uh, are you putting out vibes that you want to hear echoed back to you? So think about that, you know, yeah. <laughs> put that out there. So what's so awesome is that here you become this mascot. Oh, my God. Dude, could you imagine um, um, washable paint? We do graffiti, but with washable paint. We go out there with these these awesome stencils, Wizard of L.A. stencils. It's, uh, you know, organic, plant-based, whatever. Oh, my God. Your <laughs> pets? Holy shit. Dude, imagine this. Those things grow in the dirt. So or, uh, in, in just, like, concrete can you imagine we we shoot these these little things that are actually plant-based nobody realizes it they're trying to you know it's 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 washable fully washable we go out one night shoot them down you know there it is everybody sees it for a day or whatever sprinkle it out nobody cares and then next thing huh now it's in their brains what is this thing and then it disappears you know (laughs) and then dude imagine we do glow in the dark Ooh, we do glow in the dark. So only the night people, the people who are out there walking, the pedestrians, those people are the thinkers. Those are the people who are riding the subways at night. The the buses who want late night thinkers. We do exactly mm. what Gene Shepard did. Do you remember? Do you remember I Libertine? What Gene Shepard did? Mm. Refresh my memory. Oh my God, Gene Shepard. Okay, I'll, I'll start it from here. Uh, a long time. Are you a fan of Are you a fan of a uh, Christmas Story? Yes. Okay, you'll shoot your out, kid. 
So mm-hmm. that guy who narrates it, mm-hmm. his name is Gene Shepard. Mm-hmm. He was the guy who did, he was the DJ, late night DJ. And I think he was in New York and late night DJ. And he would always tell his stories about growing up in, in the Chicago land area. That's why the Christmas story takes place in the Chicago land area. It's based on his stories. So then what's so crazy, his stories grew into books and then those books grew into uh uh, well, the movie Christmas Story that's based on his stories. I mean, there's a tra- treasure trove of uh, stories that, and, and that he's created. Now, at, in the night, what he he came up with this philosophy. He said there are the day people and the night people. The day people are the nine to fivers, the people who are you know sort of the squares, sort of uh, you know locked into this mm-hmm. nine to five. You know, uh, just this being you know in this in this thing being tamed and they go home and they got their family and they go to sleep maybe around seven and then they do it all over again. They're caught in the wheel. They're caught in the hamster wheel. Then there are the night people. Their night begins as soon as they get off work. That's when they're, that's when they're like, okay, here we go. Now, those are the poets. Those are the dreamers, the thinkers, the philosophers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The aliens, you know, communicating with their, their, their brethren out there in the, in the uh, multiverse on various planets and such. So those are the night people. And so he wanted to make do a prank with the with the day people. And he goes, okay, everybody. Okay, everybody. I want you to invent uh, an author. I want you to invent his short biography that would go inside a book. He goes, I'm tired of seeing these bestsellers show up in the, in the, the New York bestsellers. Who makes those bestsellers? You know, who's responsible for that? And uh, it's, <laughs> it's Based on popularity, he goes, okay, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to get a fake book onto the New York Times bestseller. Who's with me? Who's willing? As you would say, I'm willing to buy into that reality. I find value in that reality. Let's buy into that. Let's create that reality. Let's conjure it, you know, (laughs) as Wizzo did on the Bozo show. He casts a magic amulet, brings it about, you know, genie plus us is the genius. And we were talking about that. It's like, bam, we're the ones who are conjuring it. So, see, you're building the consensus. Oh, my gosh. And what's so crazy is here we are creating that same reality. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, he came up with a biography. And uh, there was a guy uh, – what was his name? The author's name was like Ewing. It was called like – I don't know, something EJ Ewing or something. <laughs> so and That sounds and legit they, enough to not be oh, fake. Yeah, legitimate <laughs> enough. And they went – they didn't just stop at just like coming up with this fake biography. They They were like – it was originally planned as, as a trilogy. You know, here's the first book in that trilogy. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like giving this idea of like a future life as well. So it makes it even more probable that, you know, who would make this up? So it was it was one in a series and it was called I Libertine. And so they came up with the biography. Um, oh, J.R. Ewing. Yeah, J.R. Ewing. And so they <laughs> came up with this whole thing. And he goes, guys, guess what? Tomorrow when you get off work and on your lunch breaks, go out to local bookshops. And so ask them about this book and they'll go, they'll look, they'll look it up. They'll call up their people and they'll be like, I haven't heard this. Um, And they're like, well, it must be sold out because it's like, it's on, you know, it's on the New York times bestseller, bestseller list. It's like, it's the best book ever. We need to, you know, we need to read this now. I'm so anxious. I'm itching. So he goes, okay, the first time you'll put a question mark in their brains. You go on the next day, second time they'll go, you know, people have been coming in here asking about this. Okay, okay, must be a very hot topic. I better call up my publishers and put in an order. <laughs> so then they give the publishers, you know, an idea of what the book is. You know, here, just just look for this in your database. Please get back to me if you find it. And so now it's in their brains. So in the third time when the person comes in, they're going, oh, my gosh, everybody's, you know, the, the magic number three. You've brought that up on many occasions. This links right back into your, your, your what it, coming out of your brainstem. And all of a sudden, third time, they're going, oh, my gosh, everybody's asking about this. This must be really something to consider. Then they're, they're like, please, please, or I need to order more of this. I need to order more of this. And then, and then the publisher goes, I don't know. It must be out of print. <laughs> So they're calling up the publishers are going, okay, they said it was made by, you know, Ballantine Press, uh, you know, what the hell's going on with this book? And then now Ballantine Press has a question mark in their brains. And it's like everybody, these invisible tentacles are going, they're caught in the, oh, 
<laughs> you know, they're just caught right in that middle of that, that like being in the meditative state in, in the imagination state, you know, in exactly the hypnosis state. And also what, if you've ever seen, they live, of course, for the at home viewers and listeners, uh, they live. I mean, it's bringing that in, <laughs> bringing in what all the advertisers are doing, all the marketers, but we're doing it in a very nutritious way. So now here, this guy puts all these question marks and eventually Guess what happens? That book, I Libertine, goes into the New York Times bestseller list as the, as the first bestseller. And everyone's like, they got it. In. Then, and it's like <laughs> all just by people believing this dream, buying into this yeah. dream, going, you know, just like Burning Man. How mm-hmm. cool is that? Right. When you when you trace the roots, I saw this documentary about these guys, you know, starting it out on the beach. Mm-hmm. Wow. How cool is that? It started with a memory, with a brain, with a, with a, you know, a dream and imagination. That's what you're doing with the uh, wizard. Walk, uh, totally. It's a handful of people. I, I already see the long game. I see how everything started that way. You know, everything that uh, anyone ever knows, <laughs> you can often trace back to starting with this little spark of a thing. Oh man. Caught on fire, you know, um, you know, the doors used to play uh, to an empty house up at the Whiskey A Go Go. No one knew what was happening there except for the people that knew. And Burning Man, you know, a handful of people oh, on the beach and now a city of over uh, 60,000 or more people. Oh, my so, God. So it's, it's, you know, if you think in a nonlinear time sense, uh, and you see sort of what a, a sustained action can do and you're willing to dream for it because everything you see around you, you know, it was created. Every skyscraper started with one brick that was like, yeah. And, yeah. And, it, and a guy who was drawing that. it on something and it was a sketchy yeah. thing. He's like, well, I'm thinking this over here and maybe a fireplace here. Let's run some, maybe some electricity over there. Yeah. <laughs> and then they believed in that dream and it just could, took root. How cool is that? Those roots, it's, those little it, seeds. You just have to share it. And so at the point that we can start to get more folks and really it's the, the, the most lasting change is the change that you're going to make within yourself. That's the true change. Ooh. And, um, you know, it keeps it uh, honest and self-regulating. You make the change in yourself, yeah. Then you're going to yeah. be attuning to other yeah. vibrations that yeah. are similar with that. And yeah. You're not telling other people how to live; rather, you are figuring out how you want to live, Man. and then you're magnetizing with other folks like oh, that. Yeah, it's like the easiest, yeah. smoothest way of ever really truly affecting change. It's it's a yeah. It's that's the big joke that is just not. <laughs> I mean, this is a truly educational. This really, I'll just say, you future folks, your kids are listening to this uh, in their in every class. <laughs> this is the Mister Rogers. Um, yeah. The lowdown. The roots yeah it really is and like that's a major influence in my work the other one is uh you know with the whole uh the wizard of la as a as a incepted concept uh really if you know who emperor norton was of the americas uh, <laughs> maybe some folks may want to look him up he he was the declared emperor of the oh, americas gosh. in san francisco oh, my God. and he actually made his own currency and uh, people Dude. honored it. And, oh, God. Uh, he was a pretty oh poor thinking guy. And, Dude, uh, <laughs> we could do this with the Wizard of L.A. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I just had a vision. Yeah. Okay, so imagine the Wizard of L.A. business cards. They're biodegradable, and they got seeds in them. So they really, truly have value. Now, Ooh. It, this encourages people to plant the seeds that are inside the card. <laughs> and plus, if they throw it, you know, it's like, look, if you actually – decide to, to, to litter, please do it in the grass. You know, just please put it in the grass. This is biodegradable. We'll have it stamped all over the card. Uh, you know, these will oh, truly be beautiful. valuable. There won't be a lot of them, but with those, you know, okay, so those are saved as currency. <laughs> so those who show up for the wizard walks, for, you know, we could get the, the buttons out there. Those are mobile billboards. Now, um, I'm thinking too, how crazy would that be? Uh, if, if there must be some way of putting in probably man if we could link up with a sponsor of someone who does like like micro speakers but still are loud and it's like beep, you push a little button on the back of the button a button on the button a fractal if you will um <laughs> and it says like these little nuggets of the wizard of la wisdom you know that they'll just have their brains it's like a always have you know you'll always have your inspiration with you 
as you're walking. Like, okay, if you're ever in doubt, boop, push this button. Here's another inspirational thing. Quick, simple mantras of positive propaganda. Yeah. Farm to table reality, and here's your seed. Oh my god! It's the Johnny Appleseed concept. Absolutely, near and dear to your heart. I think both of us, we really enjoy yeah. that story. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm loving this. I think that's great. I want to look into uh, wow the seeded. Wow, <laughs> you grill a garden while you promote. It's brilliant. oh my god, <laughs> grow your own garden, dude. That's a brilliant yeah. way. Yeah, because then you go okay, look into balcony, you know, for gardens. Okay, maybe that's the thing. Those are the seeds inside the card. They're they're nutritious. You know, they were they were, let's say they're vegetables um, um, grown with ozonated water in the most loving environment. They're always played. Ooh, okay. Have you you've have you've heard of the midi sprout, right? What midi is- sprout? There's a midi sprout app. That you can get. This is what's beautiful. It plays the plant music. So imagine, dude, talk about echoing. You you grow not necessarily the warehouse version of it, but a microcosm of it, where you you grow. Okay, so we grow uh, um, our our tribe. You know, we find our, our own people. We we grow the Wizard of LA. You know, the new the nutritional seeds. Um, the plants and so when those have the seeds those are the seeds that go into these cards so it's like they were grown with positivity now the midi sprout if you hook up these little um sensors onto the leaves if, if you look on youtube you'll see look up midi sprout plant music this is the actual thought impulses of the of the plants uh 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 interpreted translated into musical notes mm. oh my god mm. and it's like the more it's playing the more it's understanding itself and you start these things start jamming with each other because the other plants start hearing themselves and they're teaching the other plants how to do it oh my god it's astounding that's so imagine you know, on the on the yeah. correspondent level on the, on the as above so below uh, oh. as below so above it, and then that's stuff. played yes that's played for the seeds that are then growing of these plants <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know oh my god oh it's beautiful yeah I I really love it that's a just feeding idea. it back to itself its greatness you know well, so let's it, say and it gives value right away I mean let's face it like at the moment that you know you're interacting with someone. And and they're providing a value immediately, like they're part. You're part of the solution at that point. At the moment Whoa. that you come in and you provide value immediately, see, this is the other thing is is I think why I'm doing this the way that I'm doing it is because with more um, acclaim that I can accrue, mm. it, this this title of this thing. Yeah, dude. it adds a value to anyone I interact yeah. with because then, oh my god, then I can enhance their legend because it's like <laughs> okay, well let me get this picture yeah. with you, and then you're the man. And here, you know, it's like oh, I know Mayor McCheese, like that's so cool. Dude, that is so <laughs> you know? funny, dude. You I know Big Mac? Absolutely, yeah, I know him too. <laughs> dude, a character that's re- reached through all the media, and he's actually showing you the media right there in front of your own eyes. The most root cosmic media that you should ever choose to have because then what's so great is that people become the media makers right. because they're they're recording with their cell phones putting live on instagram instagram and you know hashtag the wizard of la and whoop, 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 and out goes the out goes those reverberations oh my gosh and then we can start to do some of these uh more enhanced things because at the point that uh you know we we gather our our group of uh merry folks together and uh you know we've got a nice <laughs> nice rounded uh oh yeah cadre to go and do these things with it really opens up some doors to be able to do uh, whoa some really sensational performance art and oh yeah create creating consciousness content because ultimately um you know my answer is you really have to make the change yourself and uh you know you can you can blame other people or you can sort of point a finger and, and absolve yourself of any responsibility of it. Though, if everyone tended to their own garden, the situation would be very different. <laughs> yeah. And you wouldn't oh, yeah. have a lot of those issues. <laughs> so it's like um, at the point that, you know, we can get up and it honestly, it doesn't have to suck. Like, I don't think it has to be this thing where it, it's it's really uh, challenging or difficult in a way no. not rewarding at all 
it right. starts really with just a paradigm shift first and yeah. foremost. And that's it. Yeah. At that point, you will find ways to make it to where you realize, oh, hey, you know yeah. what? Like, it's I don't have to be angry at this other person yeah. situation or this party or whatever it is. Yeah. Because they're only operating from the point of view of where their consciousness and, and their thoughts of and experience have brought them. You know, yes, you get mad when you realize that they're only making the decisions based on what they think is a good decision to make because of their experience and what Mm. level of consciousness they're thinking of. Mm -hmm. So that can Mm -hmm. really take the sting out of it. I I know, you know, a lot of folks, I have friends and people I know that, you know, they get very outraged at a lot of what's going on. Yeah. uh, You know, uh, politically and and with a lot of situations that are happening uh, in the world. And, you know, that level of vibration or energy, if you get outraged by that, it's worth asking yourself how you think that's ultimately going to improve the situation at all. And if yeah. you come away and you don't think that it is, then come on over here and start looking at things that you can do. Just yes. Yes. Yes, that yes, are yes. going to do that because that is the surest fire way. You know, if you have a product and no one likes it, they don't buy it. And right. the product leaves the market. Yeah. And and this goes for a point of view or a paradigm as well. Yeah, so yeah. You just move into the paradigm and you don't even have to focus on any of it because it can be tough for people. We know it's it's like you oh see God. things going on with the people and the animals of the planet and you're like, come on, dude, man. like, you know, you got a gift here. And it's oh like, my God, you know, you want to be part of the solution. Come on over here and and show it. And at the point that you can put up a mirror or a lens to it that, uh, you know, sort of. Uh, fun house in its own right like Dude. that's your way you oh, can man. process that shadow stuff of it because some people are like i can't just ignore it i can't just you know it's like well you know yeah. what call it out then for yeah what, you know see what it is and do it yeah. though in a way that is uh positive and thought-provoking and empowering to the other individuals because you know those those are people too you know mr johnson corporate slime He's got feelings. He's a person, too. He doesn't know beyond what he knows. He, yeah. You know, at the point, if you make him into the super monster and the big bad, he will inhabit that role. Wow. He has no choice otherwise. You know, like it's like, you wow. Put him in the position of back in the corner to do that. At the wow. point that you could go, you know what? At the end of the day, like those cartoon uh, sheep dogs that punch the clock and shake each other, shake hands. Yes. Like, you know what? This is what you did. Hey, how about this? Come on over and check this out. Well, it's so fun. It's like it's really truly putting the, the, the full responsibility in the court of the person who's choosing to view it, view it as such. Uh, they're, totally. they're, we're truly going, OK, you, we're giving you the opportunity to define this to you. Now, why are you choosing it to define it as such? And uh, what value are you f- finding? Uh, what value are you finding within that definition? How good does that feel? Do you want to change that definition? Yes or no. If you want to change yeah. that definition, the beautiful thing is our arms are open here. We're ready to have a hug. You know, that's <laughs> we're it. ready to take you aboard and join the train. That's you it. Know, and it's not, it's not preachy from that perspective. It's saying, look, we're here. Come and see if you want to do things this way, because we know what it's like when you want solutions and you're looking around and you're like, well, where do you go when the world's on? Fire? Oh my gosh. Where do you run? <laughs> you know, we know what that feeling's like. And so like, that's for me, I have to be part of the solution. And I yes. know I can't tell someone, I have no interest in telling someone this is what it needs to be. Mm. And frankly, uh, you know, I wouldn't claim to be qualified to do that. Maybe I am. I wouldn't claim to be qualified to do that. I can, well, I can you... speak for myself and say that um, at the point that I offer an alternative, that you offer an alternative of how to be that is solutions-based, it is on each individual, and it is purely their responsibility and their, their um, choice 
if they want to embrace that or not. And anything that's worthwhile, it's going to get embraced. Like it, people will find it. If it's good, they can find it. You know, it's they can do their part to help it. Yeah, and it's offering an opportunity for anyone to respond. We're, we're, we're giving them, it's like, well, here's this door. You just saw this open, didn't you? We're leaving it open here for yeah. you. You know, you see it, you notice it, you feel the, the light shining on you, reflecting off of you and going, I see a piece of myself within this. I really would like to join the, the merry men, so to speak, the pranksters, the merry pranksters, the, you know, the beats, the, you know, the, uh, Practical purpose. It's like, you know, it, it's, I think people already, because we've got a lot of folks out there and, uh, you know, this short is, it's being a beacon. Yeah. Like they're looking, they're like, oh, well, uh, you know, something. I have doing the math here. What is happening? I'm doing the math here. <laughs> Wait, I carry the one. Yeah. What? Like, yeah, doing the I'm math totally here. Carrying the one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's not fitting within my algebra. I, I can't compute. Yeah, it, you know, it, it's um, and and I feel that's brilliant. We're so blessed in so many ways. It's easy to see the downsides of it, and yet we're so blessed in so many ways right now <laughs> oh to my really God. create that level of change. Because you know, we are the media, we are the uh, creation point of these things, and that we can go ahead and do that. You know, I've got this idea of just from our conversation of doing this thing. Uh, if you know what a Beowulf cluster is. No, but I like want to know. Reference to, uh, you know, when you've seen like, uh, you've probably seen it in like cartoons and comics where they have like, uh, you know, all the the TV monitors, all the computers tied together in this big oh. giant thing with all these screens around. Oh, oh, good. Pillar good. or cylinder. Oh, you know? yeah. We could do that with people roving through a city and their oh, phones. Oh my you know, god! That we could make a, a, a. There we go. I'm putting this one on the books, Kurt, yeah. as a possible. Uh, would you yeah, like to do this? Would you like reality. to be a a human Beowulf cluster? You know, they've showed Let's you a it. human centipede. Have they shown oh you god. a human Beowulf? Yeah, cluster and by the end, where... oh, and by the end, you grow into a butterfly, so to speak. Right? You've you've morphed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, think about it. Okay, like, let's say we put the call out and we get like anyone that would claim to be any kind of social media influencer at yeah. all. Okay, yeah. you know, from little to small, basically, if this is what your bag is, you want to be doing that yeah. kind of thing. Okay? Yeah, we put the call out and we say, okay. Here's the deal. We're going to run the gauntlet from here to here. Gauntlet, yeah. We get them all together. <laughs> it's got to be a gauntlet. And we go to uh, focused, targeted areas of oh, the yeah. city. And you know what? It could be employed to multiple ends. It could be employed to uh, to educate and show different things. So these things could you know pop off all over the world. We could be like, hey, you know what? Yeah, Los Angeles, Hollywood. Hey, what happens if you bring the Beowulf cluster to Skid Row and just oh, walk yeah. through with it. Like, hey, there's, yeah. you know, or, you know, we do it another way. Say, okay, we got these other guys and, uh, you know, we think that these people are worth shining a light on because of the work that they're doing in the arts, in, in uh, places of consciousness. Maybe it's just, you know, uh, whatever. Dude, <laughs> Human oh trust, hidden talents. And Whoa. then we go and we focus the Beowulf cluster on that. We basically oh my God. create like a showcase where it's oh, like geez. this mega, you know, uh, it's like Star, Star Search Millennial. Holy edition. shit. Oh, my God. Dude. We can even get you in a uh, an Ed McMahon uh, outfit, oh, Kurt. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, you just gave me a big idea. When you brought up Skid Row, I'm sure it would not cost much for us to block off whatever that block is. And we actually truly put on that parade. Obviously, we make sure we're very, very clean. We put on a lot of, you know, whatever. We, we are make sure, because I heard there are certain diseases out there that only are particular to them. But I think with our positivity, with our, with our chanting, with whatnot, what we do is we bring this crazy extravagant thing to that, to them right there. Imagine if we brought them up to display their talents. How crazy would that be, dude? Oh, you know what? That's totally doable, actually. You know, they oh, have my. a karaoke night down there. Oh, they do? At the local church. Wow. And uh, they also have incredibly talented people. Oh my that, God! That are down there. 
So maybe the parade ends. We do this crazy parade on those few, you know, beep, 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 up and down. We do this awesome, like, just good vibe. You know, there's a lot of, like, sage and all this great, like, you know, incense. Just, ooh, you know, and we bring up the vibe of this place. Can you imagine all those people? You know, we're going to have a one minute of silence. And, you know, and you just, well, let's all try to harmonize. Think about, oh, my gosh, oh, the beautiful weather. You know, so we try to harmonize. Bam. One minute of silence, everyone harmonizes, and then bam, starts back up again. And it's like, ooh, could you imagine? Could you imagine? That would be an, another phenomenal. We get that geologist dude in there. Um, he's a geologist, so I'm sure he's got special equipment. I'm sure he's got other crazy merry pranksters like himself within, <laughs> within the circles. All you need yeah. is a white lab coat and letters today. And people oh, will buy yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then we, we do a photocopy of his uh, – his uh, of his diploma in a in a plaque you've got wall candy yeah oh yeah wall candy (laughs) we specialize in wall candy call us up for your favorite wall candy want to graduate (laughs) with honors call us i've got got the best wall candy i've got a phd in wisdomology at miscatonic university i just want to let anyone know oh that's good alumni out there well, and, uh, your you future mayor self will be will be putting that out there. So that's what I want Alan Abel to help you with becoming wizard. I mean, uh, the mayor of L.A. So, I mean, the mayor. Yeah, the Wizard of L.A. runs as the mayor. I think that's free parking for everyone is the platform. Just Absolutely. So you know. going to raise consciousness everywhere. It really is. People will wake up on that'll just on itself wake people up from the right side of the bed. Yeah. Yeah. I say, look, come out. Your businesses will thrive. Your consciousness will grow. Oh, yeah. Because you can park wherever you want. It's the first city uh, in the States that's ever done that. It's free parking. Oh, God. uh, Yeah, it's important. And maybe you say, and you you say, listen, if you are, we'll give you the free parking. But this has really got to be a give and take situation. So you have two hours parking. That's it. At any one time. You have two hours parking because you never know who's going to come along and need that parking. But, you you know, it's the honor system. It's like the two hours parking. And maybe there's like this that goes on every two, you know, two hours. Like, okay, be a nice guy. You know, be nice and pull your car out of here, please. You know? (laughs) And so so people know, like, okay, cool. All right. I'm out of here. Okay, thank you. You know, so it's like this idea of like leaving that random act of, of kindness for the next people coming in. Yeah. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing. It's uh, when you see people that do that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I noticed in, in Japan uh, where you can go to the bus stations and there's complimentary matcha tea waiting for you. At oh, my the bus God. Station. You know, like it, it's a different mentality when it's like, oh, yes, here's <laughs> here's something. Here's tea. Here's a place to get water and a cup. Or, or something and and that a people in an area could actually have the forethought to take care of those things because they realize holistically that they're connected to other people and that you know they're going to utilize that as well now it's a very different paradigm to live in oh yes well and i love that idea of becoming the programming becoming the education mm-hmm. easy effortless way you know so it's like this is the funny thing it's like okay out, anybody's judgment is out of our hands. It's, you know, we, we go gong, you know, it's, out of, mm-hmm. out, we just ring the bell. It, mm-hmm. So if we're going to ring the bell, it, it might as well be in the most exciting, joyous, enlightening imagination that, that suits uh, our, our best and favorite needs and joyous needs. <laughs> Cause like what other else is there? And, um, that's that's most likely the cause why people will dislike something because they're they will sense that element of like oh do you like me you know but mm-hmm. just go, I just am so enthralled with creating this reality and let's just do this and put it out there for instance this just blipped my antenna now is there any permit that is needed to play in those nice echoey um uh, uh, areas of like in the subway area, like uh, there's this one that has this great tile. It looks like a checkerboard. It goes around the corner. It's like this great checkerboard. I'm not sure which station it is. Maybe you know of the most ideal station. But heck, 
if we were to put, just put on improv shows for an hour, you know, it would be, it'd be cooler down there because heat rises. Mm-hmm. It would bring a smile of these people's faces as mm-hmm. they come from somewhere and go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, I learned a lot about this guy, Elier Larson, and he was known as the greeter. And I did an entire podcast about this guy. I was so fascinated about him. I, and I went down a rabbit hole and he used to wear this red shirt, blue pants. He was uh, from Denmark and they call him a, a Danish vagabond. And he would stand in Laguna Beach and just go, hello, are you alive? Are you alive? Hello. That's and I'm brilliant. like, oh, my God. Little do we realize we're embracing the, 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 the spirit. We are becoming this, you know, instead of a, a stationary greeter, we are mobile greeters. Yeah. And we're just open to that, just pure. And because his philosophy was these are people who are coming in. I see them with frowns. And, you know, there are these rich people who have very few friends, but I have the most friends and the least amount of money. And he would always give away everything to everyone. He would always read about books, about psychology, about philosophy, give them away, give them away, give them away. And people gave him free rent. They gave him free food, you know, and just, mm-hmm. just and yeah. they to the statue of this guy. So it, so I'm thinking, oh my gosh. That popped into my brain, especially with just that openness. We could do that. He, yeah, he was providing value. He oh came in and gosh. it wasn't about extracting. It was about giving something of value. Yes. And, and that made the difference. When you go in to uh, an interaction and if you're thinking about how you can help the other person. Yes. It's a, it's a different feeling. And when you move from that intention, uh, you're rewarded through universal law you you really you really feel it oh man and it's just it's a different way to be we can do that i i think so far as i know as long as you're not uh i think i think we're good i think we can i mean i know we could perform on the subway which would also be fun you know absolutely be fun we just provide you know right there on the subway too that can be an additional one too (laughs) and plus we've also done that you know i i mean god oh that was so fun it was just so fun and freeing and just able to uh you know it's so crazy because we're invoking all of these wonderful elements of these you know ceremonial and uh sacred things and the fact that Reverend Mark brings these ceremonial flutes and mm-hmm. drums. Yeah. And oh, yeah, it's it just this is this stuff that's component. been going on for thousands of years. You know, we're reskinning it uh, just for the modern. That's kind of a, a beauty in its own way, because it's like, well, now we have the ability to to show it around the world. You know, oh, yeah, it, it would be like the, the tribe that has their right and rituals that sort of help them, uh, you know, heal and, uh, <laughs> and provide a, a joy and an, and an energy and an uplifting spirit. Oh yeah. That we're actually utilizing them and, you know, use the word invoke. It's very good. I mean, we did the, uh, the stages of sovereignty on the 4th of July and that was a full on rebirthing ritual yeah. with just oh my know, God. a couple of folks though the ritual stands and it's, it's a thing you know, I feel like when we talk about these ideas and what we're really after, um, that we're making the renaissance of, yeah. of Los Angeles, of ourselves, oh of a, a new paradigm of thinking. And at the point that that gains critical mass, we've really changed it. And all this is, is a, it's, it's a sustaining game. It's a game the way that the water hits the rock and carves and valley. Oh. God. And I'm already, oh man, I'm foreseeing the Wizard of LA. Um, oh my gosh, I'm foreseeing. Okay, so I'm foreseeing the Wizard of LA, a, a performance art piece. You know, let's say it's only a half an hour, but it's this taste of just dynamic stuff. Um, and that's where we could pass out those cards that are biodegradable and have the seeds in them. You know, it writes it all on there and maybe has a little sheet in there that's also biodegradable. Um, and heck, oh, maybe it's one of those tattoos, those fun, like Wizard of LA tattoos, like you see in the, uh, Craig Jack boxes and you put the water on it like yeah flash like, tattoos that's a great oh thing. yeah and we just <laughs> you have some so yachtly crews for that yeah that, that well, seems like they would loan itself oh, very we really should oh my tattoos. god I gotta I gotta write that down and I'm thinking the Wizard of LA opens for yachtly crew because we've already had tribute bands like for instance Pris oh my god they were so yeah. fun this female Chris uh, this all female 
uh, well, except for, it was funny, I said Chris, because Peter Chris was a guy, but the other gals were, it was female. There was awesome rocking out as these as these characters, so committed. And they opened up for Yachtly Crew. Another time it was a uh, Duran Duran tribute band that opened up for us. Another time it was a uh, ACDC band that opened up for us. Another time, uh, you know, it was just like these various, yeah. oh, another time it was like these UK uh, British invasion bands that opened up. So it was so fun to like, have these various kinds of acts. And I know I could tell these guys, like, look, guys, let's bring in the Wizard of L.A., you know, stage show into this thing. And that could be this fun opening thing that kind of goes on tour with Yachtly Crew. So uh, that also enabled me to do this crazy crew. surreal thing. Yeah. Oh, that would be so fun. Oh, yeah. We, we got some surrealists in our band and others <laughs> who I think just need an excuse to be brought out, you know? And I right. think we, before we know it, we'd, there, there'd be this opening thing where we're all these different alter egos and then <laughs> open yeah, up. Here comes uh Yatley crew. And, you know, there's the wizard where he's, he's got the circle around him and he's doing this crazy magic, you know, with his levitating wand and all this stuff. And I'm just like, Oh yeah, dude. And that's where we got the swabs, the swabs or the swabbers or whatever you call them. <laughs> the Yahtzees, you know, got these, these, you know, these gals who are like, you know, dressed as sailors and swabs oh, and Yahtzees. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's beautiful. You know, and, you know, the calls out, I, I think it's worth saying uh, to the listeners that uh, we're ever interested in expanding our merry little band. Oh, my God. Hold on. I'm not sure. Real quick. I don't know how long this is able to go, but it's down to last 10 seconds. So I'm going to save mm-hmm. this and then I'll call you right back. All right. Gotcha. 